yes, happy post-Christmas. Um, Pre-Christmas for us still, but... We haven't had ours yet, but yes. it's coming up a couple days away. Yes. Uh, we're getting in the spirit. We're excited. Almost happy New Year's for you guys. I know. Hopefully you guys have uh, some fun plans or relaxing plans, whatever way you like to kick it, I guess. Just be smart. Make smart choices. Be safe. Yes, always. Want to say hi to Dax Shepard, best friend Dax. Hi, Dax. So if you didn't put the clues together from the contest and from all of our little hints, then I guess you should just log off because you don't know what this is. Yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. Please don't go. <laughs> yeah, don't leave. But hopefully you gather Please that. If you listen to last week's episode, the Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving, the Christmas murder, um, then, yeah, we definitely put out some hints. So, yeah, it's the Gremlins. <laughs> We're doing the Gremlins. Ultimate classic. Love it. We actually watched it together, and uh, it was a good night. We did shopping in the morning. We did baking cookies in the afternoon. KK made this popping wine <laughs> lunch. No, I can't say that because we it put was... it in a jug, and the pop literally flew off the top of it. It was literally popping. Um, yeah, I don't even know. You got that jar from someone, and I, like, put the thing in it. I The lid took me forever to, like, put it on. And then we were just talking, and it just flew. I'm not even kidding. It flew off the top of it. And if you could have seen her face, oh, my God, it was so worth it. I feel like there was, like, punch one in her face. Just, like, spritz. Yeah. And she was just, like, dumbfounded, like, what the heck just happened to my life? And me and the daughter were, like, laughing. It was good times. It was it was, uh, yeah, it was unexpected, definitely. Um, but yeah, you made the drink sound way fancier than it was. It was just, you know, vodka and club soda and some juice. <laughs> Floating raspberries. Oh, yes. I did try to be a little fancy and put some fresh berries in it, too. <laughs> yep, and we bought my daughter sparkling cider, and she finished that bottle before we were done with a board game. And if that is a sign of her future... Holy macaroni and cheese, am I in trouble? Oh, yeah, she went hardcore on that. Yeah. She finished, yeah, she finished the entire bottle. I'm scared <laughs> for her future. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, anything new with you at all? Just getting ready for the holidays. Shipped my daughter to my mom's, and then her dad's going to get her for a few days, and then I'll get her back for Christmas. So I'll just be doing all the last minutes, shopping, wrapping, all the all the things before Christmas. Oh yeah. All the chaotic but but fun things that come every year. We were kind of talking about that how just it's always so cluttered during Christmas time with just stuff and different decorations and things and it's like hmm, when do we clean up all of the Christmas stuff? Cuz it's like so pretty, but at the same time you also want you know your house back to normal somewhat yeah it all depends on if i have him on company or not if no one's coming to see me i just put it back if i have guests coming then i'll let it linger a little bit longer i do like watching tv with all the lights off and the christmas tree going that i do miss when i put it away but all the other decorative stuff 
time Christmas is over, I'm just kind of like, okay, I want to put all the stuff that I just got for Christmas out so the stuff can go back. Right, yeah. On to the next phase. <laughs> Definitely. What are we drinking today, Kay? Today we're going a little classic. Um, we got some Sutter Home White Ziffindel, um Moscato, so pretty, pretty classic, but, you know, can never go wrong with it. Yeah, it's not the first time for me. It's uh, one of the ones where it just does the job. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's a Tuesday night. We're not getting too crazy, <laughs> not getting too wild. It's just like a little calming one. Um, we are going to talk to you guys and then... We've been kind of uh, watching the hills on reruns again, so we're kind of like, let's finish the wine while we watch the hills, so. Right? It was so funny. We were watching it, and Lo was like, there's so many new shows out, and, like, we're sitting here watching a show from 2000, like, what, 9, 2010? And I don't know if you guys watched the hills, but I seen it the first time, and I'm like, okay, and now I'm watching it, and I'm like, the people, because now you know how the show goes, mm -hmm. like, five minutes in, I'm like, Heidi's already annoying me. Yeah, cause I'm already he, over Heidi because now I know how it plays out. Exactly, how she turns out to be. Yeah, I'm like, but I'm still Team Elsie and Audrina and Whitney. Same, same. Definitely. Oh gosh, we haven't gotten to the part where Spencer comes in yet, so but, that's a whole new journey with him. <laughs> yeah, but I guess this isn't the Hills podcast. These people probably wanna. Get into the gremlins. Yes, Gizmo. Oh, he's so cute. I want a little Gizmo, but they don't exist. Buy a ticket. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Wait, real quick. Last chance for you guys to enter in the Christmas. We usually talk about this at the end of the episode, but why not? We'll just throw it in now. Um, the Christmas giveaway we're doing, people, it's a dollar. You just have to PayPal us a dollar. Um, it's linked on our Facebook or, you know, message us, email us, hit us up if you're confused, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's the Gremlins original movie, the Gremlins 2 movie, and a dancing gizmo plush doll. And he sings and does the cute little song that yeah. he does. Which we didn't even know until my daughter pointed it out. I thought it was just the doll. And then she's like, oh, look, it makes noise. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I flip it over. I'm like, there's a spot for batteries. So I don't know if she still has them in there. You can try hitting the button and see if he'll sing. Um, where's the button at? Is it just his belly? I don't know where she pressed it. Maybe it's underneath. Oh. We're professional about this. We yeah. This. Give us a sec. Oh, it's off. Okay. And you guys, he's dancing so cute with it. So yes, make sure you get your tickets in and you can take him home. And I'm not even kidding when I'm telling you Crystal has her money and she's ready to win this guy. Yeah, for you're herself. in competition with me, people. So It's been sitting on her desk for a couple weeks as her <laughs> companion. So We've become so close. Like, I don't want to let him go, you know? <laughs> We've grown a bond together. So, um, yeah, you're in competition with me. But good stuff for... Well worth over a dollar, so I would definitely recommend getting that in. Um, we're probably going to reveal it, I mean, the next episode that you guys hear. So get those in quick. But okay, into the Gremlins. Okay, so Gremlins is a 1984 American comedy horror film. 
and is directed by Joe Dante and written by Chris Columbus. It draws on legends of folklore, mischievous creatures that cause malfunctions, a.k.a. the Gremlins. The film was centered of a large merchandising campaigns and opts for black comedy balanced against Christmas time setting. Steven Spielberg was the film executive producer. The Gremlins was theatrically released on June 8th, 1984 by Warner Bros. to both critical and commercial success. Um, However, it was heavily criticized for some of its more violent sequences. Um, So in response to this and to similar complaints, um, its rating ultimately got changed to PG-13, which I just got to say is so funny to me that like, because it's not, by today's standards at least, it is not like a violent pg-13 worthy movie in my opinion at least yeah i showed my kids when they were younger because it's been so long since i've seen it i'm like okay it's time for you guys to see gremlins and they were probably like six maybe now my daughter's a freak so she immediately got into it and she <laughs> loved it but my son like got up ran out of the room like he went home and like i think he was scarred from it for a little bit and you know i told my husband like i am so so sorry because i had just started dating him (laughs) so technically it was before he was you know officially my son so i'm like uh, you already traumatized him before he was even in the fam not gonna go well with like the ex when he's home (laughs) his ex not mine right right and i'm just like oh my gosh you know my husband laughed it off he's like you know, it's fine. He'll get over it. Like, <laughs> right. You know, it's not that bad. I'm like, sorry, Gordon. Like, <laughs> like oh, okay. God. But well, um, they both obviously, well, my daughter, again, like I said, she's a freak. So, you know, she's gotten into that stuff at an early age. But he's older now, and I feel like it's okay. He can see it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's grown past it. He's he's okay. He, uh, there was no therapy needed. We, we, we grew past it. He survived. Maybe it was uh, good that they made a PG-13 then, I guess, if it was that Well, the kitchen scene, like, with the blender and the microwave. Yeah. Like, that kind of is the part where he's like, <gasps> you know, like on Home Alone when Kevin's eyes get all like, <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that, kind of like how it started. That same reaction. Yeah, I kind of get that. That scene was a little, uh, a little more on the brutal side of the whole movie. <laughs> Um, It was then followed by a sequel, Gremlins 2, The New Batch, which uses, uh, it kind of uses a more satirical tone and kind of parodies Hollywood sequels. And I was excited to read this. A third film, um, Gremlins 3, is in active development. Isn't that so cool? So you're making another one. (laughs) I cannot wait. I'm here for it. I know. I don't know when it's coming out. I don't have that information, but apparently they've begun. I don't know if they just began writing it or whatever process they're in but it's coming at some point so i really hope that pb cates and zach gilligan does it again right i feel like they have to like i don't know i just think that love pb uh, cates she's so cute yeah she really is yeah speaking of the notable cast members um zach gilligan as billy peltzer phoebe cates as kate berenger um hoyt axton as randall Peltzer, uh, Polly Holiday as Ruby Deagle, um, who I love Polly Holiday, and Howie Mandel, which I did not know was the voice of Gizmo. Isn't that hilarious? Oh, I never knew that. I did not know that. It's so random, but I love that piece of information. And fun fact is I met Zach at a Comic-Con one time. 
Oh, no way. I will have to go back and look at my Facebook. I'll post it if I can find a picture of us together. My ex might have it. I don't know. But I will. I'm going to double check. But, yeah, he was really nice. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I definitely want to see that picture. Um, financially, Gremlins was a success. Surprise, surprise. Uh, it was produced on an $11 million budget. It was more expensive than Spielberg had originally intended it for it to be, but um, it still was, I guess, relatively cheap for its time. And by the end of its American screenings on November 29th, it had grossed $148,168,459 domestically. So did pretty freaking good. That was just domestically. Um, and yeah, this made it the fourth highest grossing film of the year. So uh, exciting uh, profits for them. <laughs> Definitely. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Cult classic. Everybody loves it. Oh yeah. Who doesn't love the gremlins? Hey, Kay, have you ever just decided you want a total change of your hair? Um, yes. Multiple times a year, I definitely want to change up my hair. I usually am too chicken to go through with it. Um, I do some sort of change, but yeah, always have the urge to do something. Well, I felt like that, and guess what? I just did. I chopped off my hair, I got it lightened, and it is so cute, and I'm in love with it. Jessica Zimmerman did an amazing job. So if you are in the market and you're in the Oakland County area in Waterford, Michigan, check out Honeydews. They're at the Ultra Salon Suites in Waterford on Highland Road. And if you go in there and you tell them that you heard it on Horror, Wine, and Crime, they're going to knock $20 off your price. What? Yes. $20? Sign me up. For your first visit, yes, you'll get $20. So make sure you check them out. They do a fantastic job. I could not be happier. Yeah, your hair turned out super cute. So definitely would go uh, check that out if I were you guys. $20 off? I mean, why not? Honeydew Hair Studios. Check it out on Facebook as well. The beginning scene with Randall Petzelzer. Um, he was uh, a struggling inventor. <laughs> he like had the, what was it, the traveling buddy. It had like the toothbrush oh, yeah. and the shaving cream and the razor and like. He had a lot of interesting gadgets uh, with him. <laughs> so yeah, he goes down to Chinatown because he's trying to sell like these gadgets. And the funny thing is to the movie, the gadgets like, they fail. They even say it in the movie. They work so well for the first time. Yeah, and, and then, then like. They don't, even his, like, his wife and his son, they, like, are nice to him about it, but they both know that it's, like, none of it works. Yeah, maybe you should just get, like, an office job somewhere. <laughs> right, like, yeah, maybe we should switch it up, Dad. I don't know if this is really working. Billy gets, like, eggs everywhere, orange juice. Yeah. Blowing up at him throughout the movie. So he goes to Chinatown to his antique store, and that's where he actually runs into Gizmo, and... The owner is like, uh, no way. I am not parting with him. The little boy is like, <laughs> wait outside, I got this. Yeah, exactly. The owner is like, this is, they're too much responsibility, which he looked very wise, this man. And let me tell you, um, he was wise because they should have listened to him. But, um, yeah, way too much responsibility. But yeah, the kid was like, okay, we need the moolah. So we're just going to do this behind grandpa's back. <laughs> I will say though, the responsibility, yes, 
But the havoc was all started because of their little friend knocked over the water. It wasn't even Billy. Right, yeah. Which I want to say was Corey Payne that played him. I Oh, you mentioned it when we were watching it. Um, and I can't remember which one. I looked it up, but I don't remember what we said. Okay. I will fact check that. I always get too confused. I feel like it was the first one you said, but I don't know either of them super well, so I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, so the grandson of the shop owner, he takes the money and gives him Gizmo secretly. Um, but yeah, he does tell him the strict rules that, um, does come along with Gizmo. So no water, no flashing lights, and no food after midnight. It was Corey Feldman. Well, Feldman, okay, see, I was wrong. I knew it was one of them. I sometimes get confused which one did which, but Corey Feldman. Okay. Yeah, I was not, I was not going to be any help. (laughs) I wasn't sure. So next we're introduced to Billy. He is the young man that works at the bank. He lives with his parents. He's got a crush on co-worker Kate. Phoebe Kate's so cute. Love her. <laughs> and Drop Dead Fred. Oh my God, that's where I fell in love with her at. Um, so he's got a cute little dog that comes with him to work. And boom, cold, freezing New York day. Oh yeah. And the car won't start. And it's the neighbor. I love how he's just like, Sure, I got an American car, like, dude. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't need, need this right, right now. now. Oh, jinx. <laughs> we said the same Damn, thing. Damn, I owe her a Coke. <laughs> uh, so him and the dog take off to work. You know, he ties them under the desk. They're going to have a good day. Which is so cute, by the way. Like, I wish that, like, well, I mean, I work from home, so, like, my dog does kind of lay with me. <laughs> I wish me. I could take my dog to the bedroom. <laughs> If I worked in an office, I wish I could bring my dog with me and just, like, have him lay under my desk. Because I feel like that just, like, make people happier at work. You know what I mean? Did you imagine me taking Phoebe to work? Phoebe would want to say hi to everybody. Oh, my God. I work with two of my other animals for her to come with me. Yeah, that might be a disaster. Since I clean houses, it would not bode well. Yeah, she might. I don't know. She might be overwhelmed. Actually, I don't know if she would be. but Maybe the other dogs would be or if they had cats or whatever. <laughs> Billy then goes home, and Randall, the dad, comes home with a gift for Billy, and guess what it is? Hmm. I mean, I know what it is, but do they know what it is? It's a mogwai, and it's Gizmo, and he's so cute. Um, so, of course, immediately, five seconds after the box is open, Mom takes the picture and scares the crap out of him with a flash. Rule number camera. one, broken people. Within five seconds. I mean, come on. <laughs> Although I think he did not even tell him the rules. Till oh, yeah, until he got He's scared. like, oh, yeah, that reminds me. Right. Might have wanted to lead with that before yeah. you open this. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, there are major rules um, before you get too excited with this. It was so sad when the flash hit him. His little face looked, like, so scared and, like, terrified. And, oh, he's just so cute. But he's playing his music, and he's singing with Billy, and he's so smart. He's catching on to life pretty darn quick. Yeah. You know, hanging out in Billy's room and uh, having a good old time. You know, this is when Billy really notices, like, okay, he does not like any kind of light. Oh, yeah. Even, like, walking into the bathroom, Gizmo's like, no light, no light. Yeah, because he got (laughs) knocked off the desk, right? Into the garbage can? Yeah, he did. Oh, because in the mirror, it yeah, flashed up. Yeah, the flash from the mirror. <laughs> that was so cute. And his little feet are dangling upside down. It's so cute, <laughs> oh but God. Gizmo's just like, mm, 
I've been blinded and now I gotta scratch. And... I know, he was going through it, okay? Gizmo went through it the whole time. Oh, Poor guy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he was the most responsible one out of everyone in this movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Hume had mentioned before, uh, Billy's friend Pete, who, what did you say his real name was? Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. Just a little 90s actor. Gotcha, Corey <laughs> Feldman, sorry. <laughs> He comes over, uh, he kind of meets Gizmo for the first time, obviously thinks he's, like, super cool, because, like, who wouldn't? Um, but yeah, little idiot spills the paintbrush water on Gizmo, and that's when the chaos kind of begins a little bit. The fur balls just come popping out of his back, and Gizmo's like, perfect noise, thank you, yes, that was the perfect noise for it, exactly, sounded like that. And Gizmo, it's so sad, because he's like, it's like he's literally giving birth. Like, I've never given birth, but, I mean, from, like, watching movies and stuff, it looks pretty fucking painful. Um, I mean, they don't really pop out that well, quick, I mean, but, I mean, <laughs> not out your back. I meant, like, yeah, like, pain-wise, maybe not the same kind of uh, approach, but, <laughs> but, yeah, he looked like he was in so much pain, and they were just sprawling out of his back, and, yeah, um, Gizmo got multiplied, and five more little gremlins popped out of him. Uh, little baby gremlins, who were also really cute, but um, just unexpected. They could have stayed cute if rule number two didn't get broken, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Billy shows one of the Mogwais to his former science teacher, Mr. Hansen, spawning another Mogwai who, on whom Hansen does experiments on. It gets ugly here pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Billy gets back home. And he's in his bed with Gizmo and his dog, living the best life, just chilling. And uh, the other five Mogwais are just, like, in the dog bed right near them. But they're a little more, like, rambunctious and annoying. And oh, yeah, they're way different than Gizmo. A little Gizmo. more hyper. And he's just like, why are you guys, like, not the same? Yeah, they're, like, more whiny and, like... Yeah, like Rambuck's just like they were playing video games before, jumping around, playing different instruments, like being crazy where Gizmo's kind of just more on the chill side. And then they're like very whiny because they want food, but there's the whole no after midnight rule, so they're butthurt over it. Um, Billy sees that it's just before midnight, so it's like, all right, whatever. So he goes downstairs and brings up the family dinner leftovers, like this whole plate of chicken. I know. And just gives it to the gremlins. (laughs) And they went ham on that. They were, like, gobbling it up like crazy. Gizmo was responsible, though. He said no to the food. It was like he, like, knew. knew. Yes. And he's just, like, shaking his head like, oh, my God. What has happened? Yeah. (sighs) He's like, what is my life? (laughs) You can just see this is not going to be good. Right. So the next morning, Billy wakes up, and there are five duplicates that all are slimy and this shell-like cocoon thing. And uh, come to find out that the wire of Billy's alarm clock had been chewed off. So it wasn't the time he thought it was. Man. He'd been played, homie. He'd been played. There's my dog, if you guys can hear it. She's always... She's always on guard. (laughs) But yeah, the, like, the face of realization that Billy had when he saw that was just kind of like, oh, shit. <laughs> because the cocoons were there, and then clearly he knew that feeding them after midnight was 
Rule number three, no, no, sir. So the science teacher, Mr. Hansen, and the Mogwai, so they form this, like... <laughs> this other cocoon. Yeah, and did I, like... This? Okay, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> what? I don't know, between... I don't know. I laughed because I accidentally typed bacon instead of cocoon. That's why I laughed. That, I was kind of wondering that. That's why. And then you said, and then the dog barking. And I'm sorry I had a struggling moment, but we're just going to push through, okay? <laughs> okay. Like, so, um, yeah, the cocoon hatches and they just emerge and they're just mischievous and they're reptilian and they're ugly. And one of them has a crazy white stripe. Well, the other one had the stripe anyway, but you could tell, like... Yeah, he was, like, the leader of the pack, too. Yes. If this dog does not stop... (laughs) I don't know what she's barking at. There'll be no bacon for her for a week. (laughs) Speaking of bacon. So, uh, Hanson is playing a film in his science class when he notices the box of the cocoon, and it's moving... And uh, the class ends, and the gremlin, well, they get him. Yeah, gotcha. Literally kills him. Poor man. Just yeah. doing a little experiment, and he's... I think he went to take a little blood or do something, and then... Mm-hmm. Yeah. They striked him. Back at the Peltzer's house, Lynn, who is Billy's mom, is attacked by the gremlins after they hatch from their cocoons. Um, and Lynn is a freaking badass, okay? Let me tell you... She's got some cool moves. She stabs them. She puts one in the blender and blends it up in the blades. She puts one in the freaking microwave. Um, and she's just really killing it. Uh, she does end up walking to, like, you know, through the house, just looking for more of them with her knife on edge and everything. And one is hiding in the Christmas tree and jumps out at her. And that one kind of gets her. The Christmas tree is on top of her and just kind of attacking her, like, on top of her, I guess, from the Christmas tree. It looks like the tree's, like, attacking her, <laughs> to be honest. Yes. Uh, Billy goes to school to find Hanson dead because of the gremlin. Um, and then he rushes home because he's like, ding, ding, ding. Okay. Yeah. There's like 16 of these, you know. Clearly like, they're a little dangerous. <laughs> yeah, there's like a lot of these um, in my bedroom. And um, yeah, so he rushes home and he saved his mom from the attacking Christmas tree. And But this is the part where I'm like, he like takes into the neighbors and he's like, will you watch her? You'll be safe here. Love you, mom. Gotta go. Like, right. There's not really an explanation. There's like just, I don't even remember what he told her, honestly, or why they were. Yeah, he just kind of like quickly was like, okay, okay, yeah, you just go here. Everything will be fine. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. The now. neighbors are just like, okay, like, I know. Like, like, no explanation. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> Do you want to tell us what's going on? But no, maybe not. I don't know. So, Lynn and Billy are able to kill off the gremlins, except for Stripe. Little bastard. I know. So he ends up escaping and he makes it to the local YMCA. And there is where Stripe jumps into the swimming pool, spawning an army of gremlins. Of course he goes to the swimming pool. I mean, why and not? <laughs> now they're about to wreak havoc in all of Kingston Falls. Yeah, like so many of them come popping out and there's just gremlins everywhere. And so many people are like injured or killed 
by the gremlins on their, like, rampage through the city. Um, Mrs. Deagle, the cranky lady, got killed, um, which, you know, she shouldn't have died, but she did threaten to kill Billy's dog, so, you know, karma? I don't know. Um. I did not feel bad for her as she was flying up the... The wheelchair See, ramp yeah. thing. That's yeah. like uh, my daughter's part too. I remember we were putting the movie and she's like, is this the water? She like flies oh, up. <laughs> so she was waiting for it. She was here for it. Yeah, that is definitely a memorable part of the movie for sure. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're like tearing up the freaking town. They're even like chasing those people with like the tractor, crushing them, like crushing through their house and then going towards them and just killing them in their house with the freaking tractor. And the gremlins are like laughing as they're like driving it. They look like maniacs. It's insane. Oh my God. But it's like my favorite part when they're like, they're at the bar. My favorite part too. And they're like spinning on the fan. And they're just like all like laughing. And then like, I think one of them like throws a glass and like hits the other one. And they're just like, (laughs) And Kate's behind the bar, like, what is happening? Like, yeah, she's, like, being forced to, like, serve them drinks. <laughs> like, they're drinking and smoking. One's even, like, got leg warmers on and is, like, dancing around. <laughs> it's, like, the best part of the freaking movie. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the... Yes. Now, was it part one or part two? Nope, it's part one. Okay, never mind. We're going to keep going forward. So, uh, yeah, Kate's at the bar, and she flashes a cigarette lighter to get them to kind of, like, stop. Yeah. Like, but it only lasts for so long. Right. But don't worry, because here comes Billy. Billy to the rescue. <laughs> um, so he grabs Kate, and they head inside the abandoned bar. Uh, she gets deep with him, telling him about her father passing on Christmas and trying to slide down the chimney, and he slipped, and he broke his neck. And he's just, she's like, I just hate Christmas. I know. That part was sad, like, talking about, because she mentioned before, like, earlier in the movie, how she, like, hates Christmas and don't say Merry Christmas to me and all that. And it's just like, oh, okay, Grinch. But then you find out, like, why, actually. And it's, like, really sad about what happened to her. But do you not like how, like, it got all serious? And then he's like, Kate, what are you doing Thursday? Like, he just, like, (laughs) she got snippy and then automatically he's just like, I'm still going for it. Yeah. They're out. Maybe he likes that. He likes a crabby, crabby girl. <laughs> Something, but he went for it anyway, and it worked out. Panned his, out in uh, his favor. <laughs> it did, it did. Yeah, so uh, Billy and Kay, after their, like, deep, sensitive talk, they're like, okay, we got to solve this issue going on in the town. I think we have talked long enough. There's kind of bigger issues at hand at the moment. <laughs> Um, so they go to the local movie theater, and this part's so funny to me, too. They just find all the gremlins in the movie theater watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Singing along. They, like, love the movie, which I think is so funny. Like, some of them have popcorn and drinks, and, like, some were, like, wearing 3D glasses. It's just, like, so funny to me. They freaking loved it. Oh, my God. That, yes, from the bar to the movie, that's, like, my hope whole favorite part of the scene yeah that whole like segment is the best oh my god yes (laughs) um so billy and kate set off an explosive killing all the gremlins except for stripe the stripe man i'm telling you he is like he's like freaking michael myers he like just never dies so uh they go off to the candy store i'll take it to the the candy candy shop shop. (laughs) i'll let you lick the lollipop all right, sorry. <laughs> I had to. 
morning approaches and Billy chases Stripe to the store where Stripe attempts to use a water fountain to spawn more gremlins. Uh-uh. We're done with this, okay? We are done with shenanigans. Step away from the fountain. Yeah. He needs to quit. He needs to Stop. quit. Gizmo opens up the skylight. Smart little guy. Knew you had it in ya. Mm-hmm. And uh, exposing the sunlight to Stripe and killing him. And Gizmo for the win. Gizmo is the hero. He saves the day. He's, you know, just, he's the best in the movie. I mean, he's the cutest. He's obviously the smartest. And he saved the day. So, award goes to Gizmo. Afterwards, Mr. Wing arrives to retrieve Gizmo as he criticizes the Peltzers for their carelessness and states that Western society cannot responsibly care for Mogwai yet. However, as he turns to leave, Gizmo, having bonded with Billy, bids him goodbye. It was actually kind of sad. It was really sad. Like, Bye, Billy. I know. Like, Heartbroken. And Billy looks at his dad. He's like, Dad, like, I'm a 20-something-year-old man, but please. Please let me keep it. Let me keep it. <laughs> it was all sad. It um, was. So, you know, they say their goodbyes, and uh, Mr. Wing then concedes that Billy alone may be ready one day and promises that until then Gizmo will be waiting. He notices their bond and he's like, You're not you're not there yet, sir, clearly, but maybe one day you can be And it was not Billy's fault. His friend is I know nuts and But nuts. maybe Billy shouldn't have had a cup with water in his room. But he didn't know they were gonna turn into like killing gremlins, you know? There was no warning about that. He just didn't know what would happen if they got wet <laughs> or uh, ate after midnight. <laughs> so we'll cut to Gremlins 2 here briefly. Um, this one is a little bit more cheesier for me. Um, it takes place six weeks later, I believe. Um, it came out in 1990. And uh, the same characters were Billy and Kate and then, of course, Gizmo. I don't think anybody else was the same except later... I think it's their neighbors making an appearance. Okay. And then, because they drop something off. They're visiting them in New York. And he's like, oh, your mom and dad will send something, blah, 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 whatever. Um, yeah, I didn't see this one. I saw, like, the first ten minutes at your house, but then I had to leave, and then I have not seen the second one. So I can only, I only know what happened in, like, the beginning. <laughs> so, like, it's, there's, it's called Gremlins 2, the new batch. Um, so... In the opening scene, they lead to believe that the old man, Mr. Wing, um, he dies. So Gizmo is kind of, like, left, like, in this little shop. I don't know where the little boy was that was... Yeah. He must have moved on to a family. I don't know. His face was so sad. Gizmo's face. Oh, yeah. Like, you could see the depression on his yeah. face. Like, yeah. Um, so he ends up making it out to New York City. And then, like, this guy finds him, and then just, like, somehow through different shenanigans, um, he ends up back with Billy. Um, and, well, there's a, a guy that's working in Billy's office, and he's whistling the you sound hear that Gizmo the sound. And he's like, where did noise. you learn that? Like, he's like, I don't know, I heard the song over here, blah, blah, blah. So um, he ends up, Billy and Gizmo reunite. He takes him to work. He puts him in his little drawer, and he tells Kate, like, you know, hey, Gizmo's back. She's like, you got 
to be shitting me. Like <laughs> She's like, I don't know if we're ready for that. It's only been six weeks. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's like, he's got to come home. She's like, with us? Clearly, they've made it in a relationship and they're living together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's like, just go up, put him in your, you know, just take him home. That's all you got to do. Well, of course, in this movie, um, Gizmo, I don't know why even me and my daughter are like, just the stupidity. He's underneath something, and the maintenance man is working on a water fountain, and he hits it, and then it drips on Gizmo, and then you can see Gizmo like, oh, no, not again. And, oh. and you hear that. And they start popping out again, and hence the new batch. Um, Kate accidentally takes, um, did you ever see the movie Multiplicity with Michael Keaton? Yes, I actually just watched that not that long ago. Okay, you know how the very last one comes out just a little, like a copy of a copy? he was a copy of a copy, yeah. So he's that's how, like, one of these are. He's just, like, his eyes are constantly rolling. <laughs> he's, like, kind of like the Jaja Banks of them. Okay. Um, if you're, you know, whatever, it's Star Wars. But that's kind of what this one reminded me of. Well, she sees him, and she thinks that's Gizmo, so she takes him. And then that's how Billy learns, like, no, this isn't Gizmo. Where They're did like, you Gizmo, find him? what happened to you? You know, oh shit, here we go again. Because this one's like throwing food and he's hyper and all wound up. And she's just like, this was not how Gizmo was like at all. Like, why are you like this now? So when Billy comes home, sees it's the wrong one, they go back to work and let the chaos begin of part two. Mm. Um, again, it's, I mean, it is what it is. It was a sequel. Yeah. Usually um, the sequels aren't, as uh, great. I even think um, I read that like they kind of made it more satirical like to make fun of how bad sequels tend to be in Hollywood. Okay, so kind of spoofy on purpose. Like, yeah. Little... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel like people don't have uh, great track records with making sequels to cl- the classic movies. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... It's quite the cheesiness of it of that one for sure but i still love the first one um, i know and my daughter was watching the second one so i just you know i let it roll i'll watch it um hopefully part three will be a little bit i mean these days though with the way they do the movies oh i know you know he's gonna be super cute but i feel like it's gonna be cool like like obviously the second one came out a while ago and not that much longer than like the first one came out um but I feel like since it's been so much time and everyone like loves the original Gremlins movie, they're gonna like do they're gonna like do a good job. I feel like with the third one. Yeah, I'll probably even go see that one in the theater. Oh, for sure, just because it'll be so much fun. Yeah. Um, and then if Crystal wins Gizmo, we can bring him along. Oh my gosh, he could be our little movie date. I have a couple characters up top above my desk that um, I actually bought Charlotte the Stripe one. I don't know where she got the other one. I feel like somebody else got it for her. I'm not quite sure. Maybe it was a thrift store or garage sale find. We used to love thrifting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think I put it in a stocking one year. I told you she's a weirdo, so she liked... Those are awesome. So she liked the, the stripe one that she yeah. got. I think it's stripe. And <laughs> yeah, then, it is. I see his little hair on top. Um, the little gizmo in the middle, but she was not respecting them as well as she should in her room, so now they're in my room. They're on the, uh, the the famous shelf. They're supporting us in our podcastery. Yes. It's their time to shine with this episode. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I love this movie. It, I just feel like it never gets old, and I feel like even one day if I have kids, I'll show them this movie, and it'll just be like a classic for years and years. Absolutely. Driving a little Corvette, yeah. a little Barbie car. That's how I remembered it, and I don't know. I, I, I had two kids. It was 50-50. One took it in. The other one did not. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I guess... At least one of them did, and it wasn't like both of them hated it. wasn't it. a total fail. Right. <laughs> I ruined my daughter with Cujo. That one was too much for her. <laughs> she's older now, so she's like, I think I can try it again, you know? But, right. Um, yeah, St. Bernard's was not her favorite when she was, like, seven. She was probably scared seeing them in real life after watching that. <laughs> like, oh, Cujo is on the street. <laughs> yeah, Cujo was... Cujo was brutal. <laughs> but, yeah... well thank you guys for making it another round don't forget to get your tickets um and if you have a favorite holiday christmas movie that scared you write us tell us let us know um love to hear it yeah i know we know of like krampus and uh what's another one that's like a scary there's one called the babies no, Better Watch Out. Better okay. Watch Out. Okay. It's kind of like The Babysitter. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. Charlotte was on a kick of watching that Oh, one it's kind of newer, right? Yes. Yeah, I saw that. I think they have two of them. Okay. I, I saw one, one of them, at least. Um, This one's called Better Watch Out. It's a... Uh, I was actually going to suggest me and you watching it, but we've kind of got sucked into the hills now, so we're doing that. But, <laughs> no um, turning back This when girl goes to babysit, and all of a sudden, like, these murder situations keep happening. And then coming to find out, like, one of the kids are behind. I don't know. I don't want to give it away, but it's kind of a B-rated horror movie. I watched it with my friend Shannon. And uh, me and her always have a knack for picking these B-movies, but we love them. (laughs) Yeah. So we sit there and just, like, laugh hysterically at the shenanigans (laughs) of these movies. Um, So that was mine and hers a couple years ago that we watched on Christmas. And I'm like, oh, my God. But it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I definitely want to watch that then. Um, but yeah, I don't know really of any other scary Christmas ones. I'm sure there's at least quite a few other ones out there. And if there's ones that we should, email us, let us know. We'll watch it and we'll review it and we will give you the credit for it. Yes, we'll shout you out. Even if it's not a movie you would, I mean, I mean, don't give us like a romantic comedy maybe because that's kind of like not I mean we could I guess if someone asks us we could do a special edition episode but <laughs> but we'll shout you out so just whatever movie you want us to do oh my god didn't we make a joke or something about watching romantic comedy <laughs> we'll make a new podcast uh... I can't remember what it was love crying and wine love crying <laughs> that'll be our spinoff show we'll do like the notebook and freaking uh... I don't know I can't think of another <laughs> romantic movie Titanic and also, um, if you have, if you're local and you have anything you want to share with us, please let us know. Yeah. Even if you're not local, if you just know of a story that happened near you and you, we'll shout you out with that too. We want to, we want you guys to kind of get in on it and tell us what stories you want us to do because we're here to serve you. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you follow us and maybe you are a local, um, like Waterford, Macomb, or even, like she said, not local, but you have a little 
private business, send us an email. Tell us what you do, where you're at. Let us know that you are following us or at least listen to the show. And we will give you maybe a shout out for two free episodes. We will talk about your business and try to hype it up. Yeah, for sure. uh, Spread the the local word. Let's get these uh, little mom and pop shops blowing up again absolutely like in a good way not blowing up (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) popping let's get them popping let's keep these mom and pop shots thriving yes exactly well hope you guys have a happy new year we have not had ours yet but the time we come back we'll be getting ready for it yes definitely be safe have fun and we that's the go stay creepy bye bye